This is a Little Empire podcast. We're doing a mini festival with your favourite shows in Auckland, New Zealand on February 25th and 26th. Details and tickets are at littleempirepodcast.com slash live. Well, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello, oh, welcome. Damn it. Oh, God. Gosh damn it. darn it. Tim, we didn't talk about this beforehand because I thought we were on the same page today, but here we are talking over the top of each other right out of the gates. Yeah, it's true. We're still uh, separated by time and space, but mainly space because I guess we're on the same like time plane, aren't we? Are we? Is that how time zones work? I mean, I feel like we're in different times. I've already had yeah, breakfast. I've, you presumably th- have not. Here's what I think, actually. I think that in the same way that different countries have different languages of their own native tongue, I think everyone should be on the same clock, but it just means different things to different people. So like 6pm in New Zealand could mean first thing in the morning. It's when the sun comes up. But 6pm on the east coast of the United States is dinner time, when you go home for dinner, because the yeah. sun's setting. Can you- but we just, everyone keep it consistent <laughs> so that when I say 6pm, it's 6 p.m. across the whole planet. They're, fuck I couldn't this daylight more. saving stuff. Can you Get rid of imagine it. coming up with the concept of time and then being like, everyone, I got this, and the just volume of confusing and difficult questions that would have been thrown at you, and you're just bullshitting. You're, you're like, yeah, don't worry, got a contingency for that. You know, yeah, have you ever have you ever seen the international dateline? It's all. It's yeah. someone. It's like someone <laughs> coughed while they were trying to draw a straight line with a sharpie. Yeah. But somehow we've all just stuck by it. I mean, they were really, you know, flying by the seat of their pants. And by Jove, haven't they done well? It's just hubris, isn't it? To Ms. or Mr. Time uh, for Mm. your very useful invention, which is Mm. exactly why Tim and I know to speak to each other right now and to you, because this is Friendzone 38. Um, That's a lot. Getting them in the bank, aren't we? Well, All right, guy. Do you want to kick off with it? Oh, sorry. I should add as well that um, still in Japan, uh, just yeah. packing up a hotel room and getting getting prepared to um, leave. So I thought it was appropriate that uh, my trip to Nippon was bookended at the start and end. Uh, Certainly, I can imagine. Mate guy. Um, no more romantic way to end what has truly been a whirlwind trip to Japan than recording a podcast over Skype with me, dear friend, Guy Montgomery. Mm. Also, as we are um, at the top, before we get into it, I Mm. encourage everyone, please, to come along to the Little Empire Podcast Festival happening this coming weekend in Auckland City, New Zealand, on uh, Saturday and Sunday, the 25th and 26th of February. You'll get to see us live, along with a host of other Little Empire shows, all which Tim produces. It's going to be a hell of a time, and I'll tell you what, it's going to go so much better with a live audience. Thanks, Guy. Uh, It's, yeah, go to littleempirepodcast.com slash live. Don't be fooled by the name. There will be multiple podcasts on over the weekend. Now, to the grisly business of the friend zone, that would be us talking with you, our dear listener. Uh, Tim... This is the first one I got for you this week, and I love it. Who the fuck pronounces it Ray Lee? Raleigh, North Carolina, is said like trolley without the T. I live in South Carolina, only one state over. Uh, sorry, dude. If you're not in the state, you're not a fucking expert. 
uh, for 30 years, and that's the only way I've ever heard it pronounced. Well, it sounds like someone needs to broaden their horizons and get the hell out of South Carolina and down here to Auckland, New Zealand, where we pronounce Rally, North Carolina, however we so choose. Well, let me follow up your message with a, a message from Mark, who got in touch with us in the first instance on Feb 11. Uh, saying, I let it go the first few times, but for the love of God, it's pronounced Ray Lee. He's followed that up three days later, uh, obviously listening to the friend zone just before this one, saying you pronounced it Ray Lee again. Ruh, rhymes with blah. Ugh, I give up. Is it, and, is it, have you got a guy named Mark or is it, are, they, are they two uh, different people? No, I'm dealing with a guy called Robert. Uh, <laughs> and then we've also on the subreddit over at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash t-w-i-o-a-t we've got a conversation going titled can we come together as a community and figure out how to pronounce <laughs> I didn't see that really North oh, Carolina. Man, that's, that's getting I don't know a, if, a few comments it's, good. It reads, I don't know if everyone who emails in actually sends poor Timbo contradictory pronunciation keys or if his kiwi tongue just can't twist it into the right shape but I feel like we need to get to the bottom of this uh, and then there's just a conversation about whether or not we're doing it on purpose. Look, can everyone stop getting so butthurt about how I pronounce and Tim pronounces Rally, North Carolina? Rally, like a political event. Yeah, I'm trying to... Now I'm just reading through the comments saying... Uh, so, okay, so the, there seems to be a bit of a consensus forming around Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Who I refuse to pronounce the word Rolly. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. Um, I don't know, man. I think if that's its name, we should respect it. Look, I've been, uh, I've met Americans in New Zealand who have mm. had a real hell of a time uh, with various different place names in our native Toreo. And, mm. you know, occasionally I'll be like, if they're close, I'll be like, ah, it's, it's pronounced thusly. But generally speaking, I'm like, look, this person's here for a good time. They don't need me stepping all over their pronunciation of place names. For place names, a lot of them probably won't remember when they leave. Or maybe they will. Maybe they've got better memories than me. Who's to say? All I'm saying is, uh, until I'm in the fair town of Raleigh, North Carolina, I will oh, pronounce boy. it how I so choose. You've really nailed your colours to the wall now, mate. Hey, yeah. um, also, just while we're on the TWIAT, fuck, it's hard to get out, isn't it? The subreddit. Um, thanks to everyone who, who uh, congratulated me on giving a beautiful woman a diamond ring. That's ah, very sweet. Lovely I messages. You were saying thanks to their congratulations for you having your penis out during the last friend zone. They did say that too. The top comment on the thread is, Congrats, Tim. It was the biggest shock of this week's friend zone. The second biggest came when Guy asked if you were recording the podcast naked. Spoiler, you're goddamn right he was. <laughs> beautiful stuff. Uh Okay, Tim, I believe you might have a, an email to dig out of the old email browser. Dearest Timbledon and Flash Ketchum. I will try not to let this get too long, but apologies if it blows out slightly. I was introduced to you brave boys by my girlfriend uh, whilst on a five-month trip through South and Central America. I was not really down with the idea of becoming, quote, a podcast person at first. I want to know what you think that is. Uh, but I eventually decided to give it a go, starting with season two. Less than five minutes into the episode, you already managed to stray far enough from the movie to discuss the Queen taking a dump. And I thought, you know, maybe this podcast thing and these boys are okay. 
since that humble beginning, I have not looked back. I managed to listen through all the back catalogue of seasons one and two, including the madness of five-hour energy whilst away, and caught up to just after we returned home to Australia. You have been my companions through 11 countries on long overnight bus rides, plane trips, mountain hikes, and much more, and I listened to Death to a Splat episode one on a particularly steep climb in the Inca Trail in Peru. I've possibly spent more time with one of your four theme songs stuck in my head than any other song in the last five months. We've also received the pleasure of seeing Paul Blart 2 in Spanish on a bus ride through Guatemala. My girlfriend and I recommended TWIA, the worst idea to anyone who would listen while we were away, and received a wide range of responses from genuine interest to genuine what the fuck. I feel like I owe something in return for the many hours of entertainment you've provided, so I'll throw some money your way shortly. But I thought I'd drop you a line first. It was also a pleasure to catch Guy at his first Perth show. I've started listening to Mabim Bam and Bonus of the Heart and I'm looking forward to getting into the other Little Empire shows as I get round to it. All hail Brady. Love every moment. Love every day. Stay brave, you good boys. Lindsay. P.S. Tim's Child Jumpers, 48 hours short, is great. What a lovely fucking message from Lindsay. Oh, my word. I'm behind that. What incredible uh, coverage. The depth and breadth of research into <laughs> the surrounding uh, materials of Worst Idea are uh, staggering. Lindsay's uh, gone deep. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Uh, namely, mostly, in fact, for coming to see my live comedy show. Um, <laughs> I mean, all the podcast stuff's great as well, but, you know, it was I really love a- people getting in touch. To, I'm going to quickly ignore what you're talking about, yeah, Guy. Yeah, I love please. people. Uh, saying about how they listen to us like on international tours oh it's real cool i feel like i've done traveling too i've got a a message uh that speaks directly to that tim which is from a an actual a friend of mine during my university days who i haven't seen for probably what was university probably like eight years uh fuck you are old he messaged me a few days ago he said hey brother uh long time listener first time caller Huge fan of the podcast. I got really into it in 2015 when I was in Bhutan. And I remember as the pod was getting more popular, you and Tim were enjoying all the various exotic locations where you were being listened to. I was living alone in a pretty remote village where the nearest foreigner was three hours away by car. And I thought the boys would get a kick out of knowing you had a fan out there in the wilderness. I'd listen to you two when I'd cook every night. Anyway, just before I left, I thought I'd record a little video for you both, but then I never got around to cutting it together until now. I took audio from an episode I really enjoyed at the start of the current season. Anyway, here's a video. I don't know if you want to put it on your page or whatever, or if you want me to edit it and throw a little tagline on the end. You guys are spreading your tentacles around the world. Love your work. Um, and then he uh, linked the video, which I watched, and I will share after this friend zone goes live on our Facebook page. It's um, this is from a friend called Alex, who is always super interesting and doing weird little things like cutting videos. Yeah, clearly he's an interesting yeah. dude. He's living by himself in Bhutan. <laughs> yeah. Listening to two guys go insane while cooking well, his yeah, meals and, and decided and to like, make a short film about it. But speaking to that whole it's only like it's less than two minutes long, but speaking to the um <laughs> to the whole listening to it while you're abroad thing, the video really captures just the whole it's just you know, like you listen to podcasts at, at all sorts of different times and you're doing all sorts of different things, but to to have it played out uh over like quite a sparse and like um you know foreign landscape it's it's quite an uh what's the word i'm looking for in, 
engaging, engrossing experience where you sort of get a feel for what it's like to listen to it while you're surrounded entirely by foreign envi- uh, foreign environment. Um, I wonder. I wonder if. Um, oh, oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, only guy will have um, experienced that, but I dropped him. I dropped his. Certainly, device, I, so I experienced that. <laughs> Sorry, it was like I dropped you right it there was like on the you metal fell table. over in your entirety. <laughs> um, find a way because it, it's a little bit technical finding a way to extract the audio from the um, podcast episodes and cutting your own video. I guess people who do video editing will kind of know how to yeah. do all of that crap. But what a cool idea! And I hope it inspires um, one other person precisely, not two, one other person to engage oh, in, in a similar project. That is a tough number to put out there because You're some people will be like, to. well, they'll be like, God, I wish I, oh, someone's probably already done it. You know, you've really paralyzed people uh, for fear of being a copycat. But yeah, I'll post that video from Alex um, on the Worst Idea page on Facebook. Alex, um, that's, that, thanks for doing that. That's really cool. I immensely look forward, probably the wrong word. It's a little early for me. Um, I look f- very much forward to seeing that video. Would you like uh, yes. a yes, message indeed. from a man named Max? More than anything. Dear Timbo Jones and comic book guy, as a, as a fellow Kiwi, it does my heart proud to see you guys getting out there and making a name for yourselves in the big wide world. It also gives me a smug and frankly misplaced sense of superiority every time you mention something that only people from New Zealand will understand, <laughs> then proceed not to explain it. Uh, for our international listeners, te reo, that guy was referring to earlier in this episode is the language of the native Māori people of New Zealand, just to bring us all back up to speed. So I've destroyed your smug moment, Max. Sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) He got to enjoy it, and then you took it away from him. (laughs) Don't know what a K-bar is? Better get Googling, you dumb yanks. In lieu of a donation, I had intended to see both of your shows in Wellington at the Comedy Festival this year. As I'm writing this, guys, release the dates, but Timbo is not. Will you be doing a show this year, Tim? I would simply love to give both of you some of my hard-earned New Zealand dollars, as most of those I currently possess while earned listening to your ridiculously funny podcast. If you read this on the friend zone, maybe don't say my name. But if you did already, what am I realistically going to do about it? Cheers for the entertainment, Max. P.S. Guy, my girlfriend who claims to have seen snort comedy over 40 times took me to snort when you were in Wellington last year. It was probably the funniest night of entertainment I have seen Please come back. Oh, wow. Uh, another lovely message from Max, last name redacted, even though I wanted you so badly to blow <laughs> this fucking slacker's cover and let his boss know what's going on. You don't know why Max <laughs> has been turning in some pretty shonky financial reports? Uh, because the guy cannot focus for longer than five minutes. Do you reckon that's why he didn't want his last name mentioned? He specifically like if, did say. if he was confident in his position and the work he was turning out uh, in his workplace, I feel like he would have been like, "Say my name. I'm. I've, I've got this thing on lock." But the nerves are what fear. The, the nerves are what sort of um, they're a tell to me, Tim. I appreciate all of the positive feedback, though, Max, and I look forward to giving you my new stand-up comedy show in Wellington. And Tim, you can now put him out of misery and saying that you will also be doing a stand-up comedy show in Wellington. That is so true. And the dates that I'll be performing in Wellington, finally I got Bats Theatre. I've asked for it every year for the last like five (laughs) years and they finally gave it to me. I'm so stoked. Um, I'll be performing in Wellington from Tuesday the 9th of May until the 13th 
at the propeller stage at bat. So um, the tickets, I don't think, are on sale yet, but they will be very, very, very soon at comedyfestival.co.nz. Are yours on yet, Guy? Because they're doing this new staggered release system. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've just gone up. Um, what week are you there, did you say? Oh, who this, knows? May the... the whatever. Oh, May oh, the yeah. 9th. May the 9th. What's there? Week 3? Oh, uh, week 2. But I just miss you. I'm there the week before. Oh, shit. I wonder if we could do it. Oh, it says you're on May 9th. I'm in oh, Auckland. Oh, wait, maybe that's Auckland. Um, look, this is a look. very boring conversation for people. <laughs> uh, it sure is. This one coming in from a correspondent on the previous friend zone, Zach Kuma in Louisville, Kentucky, who said, Hello again, boys. I just wanted to clarify an error that I made in my last message that you so graciously read in the friend zone. I actually ran into the All Blacks on my way back to Chicago from Los Angeles, not in Louisville. Um, so... I remember being very confused as to why the all It was a real chin scratcher, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, my inability to probably explain myself all under the influence seems to have struck again. I'd also like to thank Tim for getting back to me so quickly via email about the typo on my recent data cap purchase. The fact that they're considered collector's editions only brings it nearer and dearer to my heart and its boner. Keep up the inexplicably great work, my friends. Sincerely, Zakumi. Uh, so, inexplicably great. That is lovely. What a compliment. Thank you very much for that uh Zakumi, that is greatly appreciated. Uh, and thank you for clearing that up because I was starting to send some pretty aggressive emails to the New Zealand Rugby Union about why uh, our boys were spending time in Louisville when they, you know, very well should have been training in Chicago. It's a good question. Have you ever I owned mean, a Louisville slugger? No. Are they those small baseball bats? Yeah, I think they're normal size. I actually had a small like replica one. For the life of me, I can't remember what I did to it, but I held it very near and dear. I got it as a, um, I think it was like a souvenir from a maybe a substitute teacher or a teacher aide or something from America um, when I was in primary school, uh, and I fucking loved it. I don't know what oh, happened to it. Man, it there cool. is uh, very little in the world that feels better than swinging the old wooden bat. At the uh, at the round ball as it comes careening towards you. The hotel that I'm staying at in Shinjuku, Tokyo, is right next to um, some like batting cages. Have you gone They're out fucking, there? They love baseball here. I haven't swung any, but um, I've just kind of watched people who are very good at it do it. Um, those <laughs> balls move pretty fast. Yeah, that's fair, but that sounds so much less satisfying. Oh yeah, uh, definitely, <laughs> without doubt. Well, there you go. My turn. Your turn. Joe Webb writes to us, Hello, Tim Possible and Lucy in the Sky with Guymans. As you may be aware, the US... <laughs> it got a rise out of you. That's good. Uh, the US of A is crying out a little... so coot. fucking pointless. <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Guymans. Oh, it's good stuff. Sorry, as you were. L- Lucy and the Guy with Guymans? Yeah, I think... This sky for Guy is a cleaner transition to me than ignoring... Um, yeah, it's not important. You've, you've but no, it decision. is important. Let's dig into this. Does isn't that what makes it great though? The fact that okay, I think that is what makes a, it great. That's why. I, that's why I laughed. I guess. Well done, anonymous uh, writer. I it's Joe. Admire your sensibilities. Um, Joe's got a top email address as well. It's literally just his first and last name at Gmail. It's 
bloody good. As you may be aware, the US of A is trying out a little coup at the moment, so my feeble financial influence is spent in support of the ACLU and Planned Parenthood and other organisations affiliated with the Rebel Alliance over here. This is my excuse for not hashtag paying the boys. I hope you'll understand. Uh, let me take this opportunity to say, Joe, I do. While I've got you here, I thought I'd ask a few lads can spare any tips for dealing with troublesome ants. They've been invading my kitchen for nearly ten ye- uh, two years now and will happily consume any form of organic matter available, including every poison available to me. Yet they return. Please advise. P.S. They bite. Um, oh. I feel like we're getting into my brother, my brother and me territory now, which, by the way, you can watch their first episode on CISO or, yes. if you're not in America, on YouTube. Have you seen it, Guy? I have not seen it yet, but you messaged me as soon as it came out singing its praises. It's bloody good stuff. It's lovely to see those boys on TV where they belong. Uh, um, where is this? Can, can I be so brazen hmm. as to ask where in the world these ants are stationed? What do you mean? Well, these ants bite. I have no familiarity with biting ants. I don't know if the, the way to deal with them is different from non-biting ants, but I'm just curious as to as to where... Just the different parts of the world where ants bite. Well, the only clue we've got is the US of A. I think there's biting ants pretty much everywhere. There's there's biting ants in America. There's biting ants in Australia. We might even have them in New Zealand. I think they're a bit rarer. Biting everything in Australia. They've got such a terrifying array of native animals. They really do. It's kind of like God went, hey, why don't I make the world's largest obstacle course here where it's just... Desert for 90% of the area, and wherever there's fresh water, there's, I don't know, 6,000 different species that can kill you, and we'll see how people get on. Oh, man. Crocodiles in Australia, saltwater crocodiles, grow to the size of 16 feet. We're supposed to have gotten rid of all of those kind of animals. Like, they're supposed to be gone now. We had them for a while, and it's fun to put them in kids' picture books and make models of them and put them in museums, but... I don't know why crocodiles didn't get the memo. They're not supposed That's to exist anymore. It's not your time. Five meters long. Oh, Look, man. In answer to the ant question, I think what you need to do is get at least one, maybe two, even extending mouse up traps. to three. Ant- oh, I was going to say anteaters. But you'll probably need mouse traps for the anteaters once they start procreating yeah. and getting out of hand. You don't want the cane toad effect to take effect. I would probably go down to your local hardware store pick up a couple of mouse traps, a couple of anteaters. If they don't sell them there, maybe, I don't know, check your closest jungle or pet shop and just, mm. yeah, really <laughs> really white-knuckle it. Just hope for the best. Um, yeah, don't give the anteaters names because then you'll get attached and the anteaters will inevitably fall prey to the mouse traps. I'm just trying to figure out what eat anteaters and uh, it appears to be jungle cats. We're talking jaguars, pumas, and mountain lions. Yeah, you're um, getting into legally dicey territory once you're importing big cats into into suburban areas. But certainly, if you can get your hands on a on a jaguar, let me know because I would love to come over and see one in um in a residential area. Yeah, that'd be that'd be super great. Uh, thanks for getting in touch. Thank you. And indeed. that is from Joe. This one comes from a man named David. He writes. Gentlemen, thanks for the incredible entertainment so far. My name is David, and I'm writing from Boston, Massachusetts. Always fun to say. I work in the film industry here and was the craft service company that worked on Grown Ups 2. Yes. 
My business partners and I were very involved in this movie and have had a great time listening to your show. <laughs> Anyways, I'm writing because we have something for you that we think you'd appreciate. Please forward me yes. an address so we can send you something awesome. There is so much oh about the movie God. we wish we could tell you, but I'm you're so beating excited. a different horse now. Thanks for keeping us entertained during the long drives. Keep it weird. Sincerely, David, name redacted, team, name redacted, Boston. Man, um, David, tell us, tell us anyway. I I want to talk about it. This oh, is what the yeah. friend zone's for. We can we can talk about yeah. grown ups too on the I friend zone. I haven't uh, written back to David yet, but I will do so at the close of this uh, record. Certainly, good oil. What an intriguing message. Fuck yeah, that's great. Ah, I'm excited. I'm excited to find out what he's got for us both informationally and physically. Uh, Evan writes, My dearest friends, I donated slash wrote in a couple months ago, but my message was not read on air. I apologize. Let me let me stop down, Evan, and say to you, from my heart, Tim Bat, I'm sorry about that. It doesn't happen I'm, very often, but every now and then we do, we've got a bad system. So I'm also sorry about that. And I'm not sorry that we accidentally missed your message. Um, I'm sorry that we've gone back on our word to each other, which was to ignore all correspondence from you. You piece of shit. You know what you did. I didn't read the last. Um... Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read the old message? Or should we just continue on with the, with the first one? I found the old one. It is very old. It's from like October. Uh, follow your follow your heart, Tim. Uh, nope. Here is a continuation of the current message. Uh, I don't know if you can hear my stomach grumbling as well, but I'm going to mic it up soon because it feels like it's got something to say uh, on the podcast this week. <laughs> uh, no problem. You all have a lot going on. But interestingly enough, someone else wrote in with the same pun I had included on my message. I felt some relief knowing that the world would hear it and also get to enjoy the splendor that it is. But sadly, due to the pun's... Uh, nuance and Tim's borderline illiteracy, it was botched and disregarded. I thought that surely someone would write in and correct it, but alas, that never came. Anyways, what the other listener and I were trying to convey to you is that they've been making a mistake on the show every week and it needs to be remedied once and for all. You've been assuming that James Reed said he got Zuccoli a gift that was sent... The N and T are in capitals, guy, and sentimental. But in fact, he got him something... Sedimental. So Sedimental. obviously, uh, I I see where this is going. So obviously, the MacBook Pro box is small bits of sandstone, dolomite, shawl, flint, salt rock, uh, sorry, rock salt, coal, and limestone. So so sediment, rocks, stones that are on the ocean yeah, floor, yeah. guy. Thank you for everything you boys do. I love the show and I love my boys. You're good boys and you're brave boys. This is where Guy says something like, we gave up on the joke because this is a shit joke or something to that effect. With love from Oklahoma. This guy's got your fucking number, Guy. God damn. Yeah, and that's why you. I'm sick of him fucking writing in with his <laughs> shitty puns and telling us how to deliver them. Um, he gave he gave us a fabulous amount of money, though, so thank you very much, Evan. I, I'm sorry yeah. I didn't read your and message Evan, the first time. You know, that, I think sorry. this is a good time for me to say that money can buy forgiveness, and uh, what you have given us is is truly above and beyond the call of duty. And I, I've always liked you, and I want, I've wanted to read out your correspondence since you first wrote in, but Tim, he's a, he's a tough taskmaster. And if he gets a vendetta against someone for whatever reason, you know, he'll see it through to, to, to its death. So I apologize on Tim's behalf, but thanks a lot for writing in. I've always been a huge fan of your work. You're a great guy, great great man. 
Uh, and certainly, I think if I was to ever have children, not that don't I know that I will, but if I was, um, I would I would look to you as a role model for them and uh, as an example of, of how to carry oneself, both professionally and personally. Your drive, uh, your commitment to excellence, um, and also the the deep sense of empathy you show for those around you. Um, uh, certainly, you know I I look to to learn from you and turn those into cornerstones of my own existence and my own personality. So. Thanks a lot for that. Dear Quite Tim, the diatribe. <laughs> yes. Dear Tim Guy in Flash, who is also co-hosting very quietly this episode. Uh, <laughs> I just, it felt like you were on a real tear and I didn't want to get in the way of it, to be honest. It felt like you, you got up a lot of steam and a lot of momentum. Oh, I don't want to get in no, front no, of that no. freight train. I, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about uh, popular comic book hero, The Flash, who has been... Oh, I'm sorry. Instead of my desire to be called the Flash, he's just been introduced as a third correspondent on this friend zone. And of course, oh, this okay. oh, gotcha, nice. Tim, comma guy, Oxford, comma and Flash. Forgive me if this question has already been asked, but if there was a mashup film between Grown Ups Two, Sex and the City Two, and We Are Your Friends, what would be your vision for this film as writers slash directors? How would the story go? I love you both and love your work. Your friend, Sean Kelly. P.S. You can say my name because you two do what you goddamn want and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> Guy, this is going to be a tragic answer that I think is going to deprive everyone of joy. Uh, mainly this gentleman who's gotten in touch specifically. But I just, I don't feel, I don't feel like I can do it today. I feel like that is a creative endeavor that requires a lot of um, energy I don't have. I've just woken up, haven't even had my first coffee of the day. It's hard to get into. We've poked around the sides of it before, um, pitting the enemies of each film against each other and how we think that Battle Royale would carve up. But I just yeah. don't think that I can no, plot out a... That, uh, that's fine and fair, Tim. I think the most important thing to remember here and that Sean's uh, sort of cotton on to is that these films do all take place within the same world, the same universe. And... Um, Certainly, if there was to be some sort of uh, trequel, which is, of course, when a film releases a, a sequel or a third uh, installment, a trequel is when three previously separate franchises combine forces. Um, you know, these questions would be answered. And I think the tone that would be struck would be incredibly different from, from the tone that all the films take uh, or have taken. I think it would certainly have a slightly more apocalyptic, uh, you know, current running through it. And beyond that, I'm, I'm with Tim. I think this is a conversation best left for another time when we're maybe in the same room, maybe in the same time zone. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Nick says, Dear Guy, Mont Bumblebee and Tim Batteries. Here's a list of the type of boys you are. Good. Handsome. Silly. Fuck. <laughs> it's good stuff long time listener first time caller uh, I'm a senior at the University of Missouri ooh the same school your friend mentioned spending some time at way back in episode one which Tim, spooked me something fucking hefty what are the odds guy is that Tim Lamborn why was he, he went, at Missouri he went on a transfer and spent a semester at Mizzou oh shit yeah. anywho 
First day of classes all round, my anthropology professor walks in and is spitting and is the spitting fucking image of our Lord and Saviour, Timothy Bat, from a spicy little head to a spicy little feet. For a dude uh, who's way into this stupid fucking atrocity of a project you boys are committing this was a gift i've chosen to reject the existing reality and substitute it with my own one in which tim is my actual flesh and blood no fallen professor in this world tim has committed so hard to a bit that he spent nigh on a decade perfecting an american accent learning everything there is to know about hunters and gatherers forge credentials in order to obtain a professorship in midwestern u.s university and takes the time to travel from New Zealand. Missouri three times a week in order to pretend to teach a class just for shits and giggles. How does he accomplish this Herculean task? By teaming up with one of the few immortals on this little blue marble and exploiting his powerful infinite Japanese crafted abilities to travel faster than the speed of light. Yes, through sheer force of will and expertly applied dick bodery, old Spinley is pulling off the most intricate and unnecessary con of all time. If by some chance... uh, if by some chance this is the nature of our reality but you don't want the joke to be spoiled signal me by wearing a shirt and blinking at least 11 times over the course of an hour oh no it's really you <coughs> excuse me sorry sorry for the long message but this has been rambling around in the old think noodle for a good long while and needed to come out you can say my name if you uh, uh, but only if you do it in an exacerbated tired breath as if I'm your misbehaving misbehaving stepson that you've long given uh, Jesus Christ I'm really losing it guy as if I'm your misbehaving stepson that you've had just about enough with to be with love every moment hail every rat king Nicholas Glover um hmm Nicholas Glover take a bow that is uh, an exceptional piece of detective work and Tim the the game is up my friend well, here's what I'll say to that. I'm not going to confirm that I'm traveling to Missouri three times a week. I'm not going to deny that I'm traveling to Missouri three times a week. All I'm going to say is look into your heart and you'll find the truth. Um, that's where it lives, always. Everyone's Everyone's got their own reality. And if that's yours, Nicholas, fucking power to you. I want a photo of this professor, though. I want to yeah, see if you really fair. have caught me out in the act uh, or not. So if you can please get one. Uh, here's here's the ideal photo I would like. A photo that has the face of a man that says, why is there a cell phone pointed at me? But he's only just had enough time to put that expression on his face, not then change his face into one which is more ready for the camera. You, you see what I'm saying? A real unpolished, raw fear would be good. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I um, it's just quite funny because I think it was recently you uh, someone tweeted at you and you tweeted back saying they said that you you were in a movie. I think a new release one or something. Uh, and you oh, said love yeah. that anytime someone on screen appears with the cheekbones of a crack addict, I get a tweet. Mm. Um, it's true. So we, Lots of people say, "Hey, you're on TV last night, Tim." It's like, nah, it's just another another person with great cheekbones. There was that one super freaky one uh, where it was like a perfect fusion of us both on like a local documentary or something, you know, on like a fair someone goal or Sunday type show. Someone flicked over a pretty spitting image of you uh, popping up in uh, Westworld as like a dead robot. That was pretty awesome. I haven't seen that one. 
Oh, that was uh, a good one. Hey, guy, I forwarded you an email. Do you have more messages? Because I forwarded you an email because I, I feel like based on my performance in that last read, uh, I'm, I'm well out of steam. Uh, I do. I'll read this email with, with great pleasure. It worries me how poorly I, I get it reading when I do it for a little while out loud. Not a good reader out loud. Quite career limiting. I think you're a great reader out loud. Here we go. Dear Mrs. Bat and Montgomery. I went to Guy Guy's fringe show in Perth last Friday. He might remember me as the guy who pestered him for a photo and made polite but almost certainly annoying conversation as his friends waited for him outside. Are you with me, Tim? Yeah, say, say yeah, that again, sorry. sorry. It just cut out. Oh, yeah, you, you cut out a little bit too. I'll start from the top, eh? Mm-hmm. Dear, I'm not editing this, by the way. <laughs> oh, great. That's good. It's good to know that we're human in spite of the fact that you all think we're perfect. Dear Mrs. Bat and Montgomery, I went to Guy Guy's fringe show in Perth last Friday. He might remember me as the guy who pestered him for a photo and made polite but almost certainly annoying conversation as his friends waited for him outside. I actually really enjoyed our conversation and I actually wound up on the same train as your your friends later that night. Um, Either way, the show was outstanding and he was an absolute stand-up gentleman. Not such a piece of shit after all it would seem. Well, I the- <laughs> you don't know I'm like I do. Let me say that. You can say that. Uh, I went to the show with a friend who I'd introduced to the podcast a few months back. And once we left the gig, we met up with about five of her friends that I'd never met before and ended up sitting down for a meal with a few bottles of wine they'd paid for, uh, they'd paid for and brought with them. We ate, drank, and made polite conversation for a couple of hours. And then I called an Uber and said my goodbyes. Next day, I came to the stomach-dropping realization that like some kind of renegade sociopath, I'd left without offering or even mentioning the notion of paying for any of my food or the wine they'd provided. So, (laughs) even if Guy wasn't such a piece of shit after all, it's safe to say that I absolutely am one. Rather than reimbursing those who unwillingly paid for my dinner, I thought instead I'd use the money to hashtag pay the boys. Oh, so no. Please, so please find and close roughly 67 cold, hard Perth dollars. Oh, my Love God. That's with so much. Tim. And Guy, I look forward to coming out to see you the next time you come to sunny Perth. Kiss, kiss, kiss. For a kiss is always a gift. Tom Norman. Feel free to read out the name on the friend zone. Uh, Tom. I remember meeting you. I remember taking the photo. Tom, you actually do go to the trouble of telling me as you walked out of the show that I am a real piece of shit. So to hear you retract that statement is most generous. And can I say that um, you've also risked not just alienating five potential friends slash strangers, but the one close friend you had for this uh, (laughs) misguided social display and reappropriation of funds. But... I could not care less because I feel a union is building between us. So I appreciate uh, the message and the money. Yeah, when all those asshole hard right dudes are talking about class warfare, you're actually doing it, man. (laughs) This doesn't seem sustainable like a good idea whatsoever. I feel bad taking the money, but I'll I'll take it all the same because it turns out the exchange rate of guilty dollar for non-guilty dollar is still one-to-one last time I checked. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks also to anyone listening in Perth, those who came out. Um, my word, I just, I'm so grateful. <laughs> so, so grateful. <laughs> um, so look, let's let's leave it there. Uh, let's go our separate ways. Yeah. Guy, I'm going to be immediately after this watching the movie on a series of different modes of Japanese transport and then attempting to record an episode with you just before I board the plane. I'm not sure how this is going to go. 
Um, oh wow! And this friend zone might play after the episode that that is. I can't remember where we're up to exactly. But uh, wish me luck. Yeah, man. I think I think you deserve luck. Uh, I'm just gonna watch it at, at home by myself. It's very warm. I will say that for those of you who wonder if I ever watch the movie wearing a shirt, the answer will continue to be no. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So just uh, look, while we're here on the friend zone as well, let's put all the other stuff in there. The the live shows once again, Guy brought that up earlier for all the podcasts on Little Empire uh, um, this coming weekend. Not sure if anyone's going to turn up, to be honest. So uh, do us a favor, go to littleempirepodcast.com slash live. And the tickets are super cheap, 12 bucks. It's in, it's in Auckland, New Zealand, by the way. So you got to be there. Um, or you can go to all of them for 35 It's going to be great. And we're having a little party at the end, which you, you buy a VIP ticket and you can come hang out with us afterwards too. We're all going to um, drink some beers and feel good. Yes. Yeah. And spin some tunes and some yarns. Um, so Guy and I do, we will be participating in comedy festivals coming up. The first, I think for all of us now, is Melbourne, right? I will be going to Brisbane before then. On the 14th of March, I start there and then in Melbourne. But uh, if you want to see my tour dates, I'm going Brisbane, Melbourne, Auckland, Wellington, or Wellington, Auckland, Sydney, sorry. Uh, all available at guymontcomedy.com forward slash shows. Uh, Good shit, you. Yeah. And I will update my website um, at some point pretty soon, uh, which is timbat.co.nz. Not .com. I need to get a .com, I think. Put a redirect onto there. I'll, I'll, I'll get it all up for you guys. Um, we love you. Thank you so much for... To all the people who gave us money, obviously, thank you to you. To all the people who reached out, less obviously, thank you so much to you. And to anyone listening to this stupid fucking thing, thank you. Our gratitude thank you, thank is immense, you. immeasurable. It uh, truly is. Go. Yeah, next time you hear from us, uh, we'll be sad because we will have just watched the movie We Are Your Friends. See you there, everybody. Bye-bye. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're in New Zealand, come join us for the Little Empire Mini Festival on February 25th and 26th in Auckland. All your favourite shows will be there, including The Worst Idea of All Time, The Male Gaze, The Walkout Boys and Bonus of the Heart. Details and tickets at littleempirepodcast.com slash live.